0: In episode 517, you have me all to yourself today, and in this solo episode, I'm going to be sharing with you 55 ways to enjoy motherhood even more. The Melissa And become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? Hey, beautiful, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited about this episode because I love being a mother. I love it so much. And there are so many things that I do that really help me enjoy. This motherhood journey even more. And I get asked all of the time what are the little things that I do that really help me enjoy motherhood even more on a day to day basis? And so I wanted to share 55 ways today with you that can help you enjoy your motherhood journey even more. Now, most of these are things that I do every single day. And then I opened it up to you guys on Instagram. And you guys shared with me some of the things that you do. So I'm going to be sharing some of those as well. So thank you to everyone who responded to that story. I'm so grateful. This list is incredible. You are going to want to save it. You're going to want to come back to it over and over again. You're going to want to share it with all of your mama friends because motherhood really can be the most beautiful and expansive, special, sacred Time of your life, especially when they're little. Well, you're a mother forever, but especially when they're little. And I know some women can really find it hard and challenging, and everyone has their own things going on. But I really want to inspire you to enjoy the little moments, enjoy the mundane, enjoy the daily things that you do. And the things that I'm going to share with you today are the things that I do each day that really help me enjoy the daily, mundane little things on this motherhood journey. And another reason why I wanted to share this was because we talk about this so much in Time Magic, but we only get one life. One. And if you've read the book, you'll know that the average person lives to 79 years. For us, that is not acceptable. We are going for 120, but that's not a lot of time, guys. That is not a lot of time. And so I am all about doing more things that bring me joy, enjoying this season of my life, of motherhood. It is the prime. This is it. I am in it right now. I love it. I love doing the dance between working and motherhood, and it's shifting. It's shifting every day. And so I'm so excited to share these 55 ways with you. Please share this with any other mama out there who may need some inspiration. Okay, let's get started because there's a lot and I want to get through them all with you today. Okay, so the first thing, and this was a common theme with almost every single person that responded to my message on Instagram, make self care a priority it is very easy as a mother to put your self care to put you at the bottom of your priority and your to do list but this is not sustainable you will end up burning yourself out you will end up resentful so it is essential for you to enjoy this motherhood journey even more is to make self care make you a priority Do things for yourself that fill you up every day so that you are overflowing. And so then you can give from the overflow, right? But what most people do is they're constantly giving, they put themselves at the bottom of their priority in their to do list, and they're giving from an empty cup. That is not sustainable, guys. You will end up burning yourself out, sick, resentful. This is not fun. So make self care a priority. Grab my self love menu, write down 10 things that fill you up. It could be having a cup of tea by yourself for 10 minutes before the kids wake up. It could be having a bath. It could be doing some yoga, meditating, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. All that matters is that you get really clear on 10 things that fill you up for you, and you write them down, you stick it on your fridge, even get your kids, depending what age they are. Get your kids to create self-love menus. I have so many of my friends and clients who print out the self-love menu and they get their teenage kids to fill it out and they're all on the fridge. And each day, they'll all do one thing from that self-love menu. It's a beautiful thing to teach your children. So mama, fill yourself up. This is essential. And like I said, it can look different for every single person, but get clear on what fills you up and do that. For me, meditating in the morning, doing a workout or going for a walk, you know, these things fill me up first thing in the morning. I love them so much. And then there's other things like spending time outside, eating my lunch in the sun, in the nude, having a sauna, all of these things fill me up. So get clear on what fills you up and then do one or two or three or however many you want. Do those things every day not just on the weekends, every day. This is going to help you enjoy your motherhood journey so much more. Okay, the next one, number two, wake up before your kids. This is to fill you up. Now, I know this isn't possible for everyone. Some people's children wake up a lot earlier than others. But if you can, and if it works for you and your family, and it feels good for you, wake up before your kids. I naturally wake up before Bambi. I don't have an alarm. I naturally wake up before her. So, this is my time. This is my time. The first thing I do is I meditate. The first thing I do is sit up and meditate, and then I'll move my body. This is my time. And, you know, it's okay if it doesn't happen, but try, try and just get up before your kids, even if it's just five minutes to just meditate, sit up in bed and meditate, whatever you can do just try and wake up before them. But I know it's not possible for everybody. With your family dynamic, you've got to do what feels right and true for you. But for me, this works and I love it. Okay, number three, go to sleep earlier. This is to fill you up so that you are rested and you are ready to take on the day. So Bambi goes to sleep at seven and we get into bed straight after that. So we might come back downstairs and finish up any last bit of tidying up that needs to be done. You know, we might do a few more things on our computer, you know, send an email that needs to be sent or tidy up any work things that we need to do, get organized for the next day. And then we are back upstairs into bed with no devices. So we are in bed between 7.30 and sometimes even 7.15. Yeah, anywhere between 7.15 and 8, we are back up into bed, reading, talking, connecting. This is so that we get good quality sleep. It is essential. I am not the best version of myself. I am not the best mama if I don't have a good sleep. So for me, it is a priority. Mama, you will enjoy your motherhood journey, your mothering journey so much more if you are well rested. So when the kids go to sleep, jump into bed. Don't stay up scrolling on your phone. Don't stay up watching things. Prioritize going to sleep. Because when you are rested, you will mother from your heart and not from that tired resentful place. okay? Number four, nourish your temple with clean food and filtered water. Not only is this going to help you function as the best version of you, but also you are modeling to your children. So if they're watching you nourish your temple with clean food and filtered water, they are going to most likely copy that and do the same. so For you to show up as the best mama that you can be, we need to nourish you. Nourish, nourish, nourish you, okay? Clean food, filtered water. We talk all about this in Time Magic. There's a whole chapter on health hacks and everyday longevity if you want to dive deeper into that, but clean food, filtered water. Number five, move your body daily. Now, like I said before, I love to do this before she wakes up. I just love it. I am a pitter. For me, working out in the morning, I just love it. I know not everyone loves that for vatas. They might need a little bit more time to, you know, wake up their system before they work out. But for me, I love it. I've always loved working out first thing in the morning. I love it. So move your body every day. If you don't do this before the kids wake up, do it with them. Do it with them. Do some running around your backyard or go to the park or go to the beach. Move your body with your kids. Put them in the pram go for a run, do whatever you've got to do. If you don't get this time in when they are asleep or when they're napping, do this with them. It's also beautiful to model to them that you work out. This is one thing that I was thinking about this morning. Bambi never sees me work out or do yoga and she never sees me meditate. And I really want her to see me do those things. And maybe that's like when she gets a bit older, but right now she doesn't see me work out and meditate. So you know, she's probably like, my mom doesn't work out and doesn't meditate. But I do. I do when she's sleeping. But I do tell her, I say, oh, mama just had a workout or mama just did a meditation. So she hears me talk about those things, but talk about modeling, which is incredible to do for your children. They learn by watching you. But as she gets older, I'm sure she will see me meditate and do yoga and work out more. But right now I do it in her nap. But mama, This is to fill you up, to release all of those feel-good hormones in your body. Move your body every day. Make your mothering day active. You know, don't stay inside. Move your body. Move, move, move. Get up and down. Crawl around the floor. All of those things. Number six, invest in your mental health with meditation. This is so important, mama. This is so important that you are meditating, that you're taking this time for you. and. Talk to your kids about meditation. I have some meditation books, some kids meditation books. So I will read the meditations to Bambi. That say, take a deep breath in, and so we'll do those together. You can also put on some meditations in the car, and you can do the deep breaths in the car with them. But make meditation a part of your family. You do it, and then do it with your children. Number seven, breath work. So I love to do a little bit of breath work after my meditation, but also I use breath work in those challenging moments. So for example, a few nights ago, I didn't have a good sleep. Bambi woke twice because her little teddy that she sleeps with, and she usually sleeps seven till seven. She is amazing. But she woke twice this night because, and this has never happened before, but her little teddy that she sleeps with fell out of the cot. And she was so upset and she couldn't find him. So then I went in and I gave him to her and she went straight back to sleep. And then he fell out again, but he fell out again at, I think it was 3.30 a.m. And so then she was up. So that day, I was like, could barely string a sentence together. And she didn't want to get dressed or something. I can't remember what happened. She didn't want to get dressed. And she was like, no, no clothes, no clothes. And I was like, babe, it's cold outside. We have to put some clothes on. And she was just refusing to put clothes on. And so I turned away a little bit and I just went (sighs) three times. I took a couple of really deep breaths. And in that moment, Nick caught me like he could see me out of the corner of his eye. And he kind of came in. And he was like, hey, baby, let's put your clothes on. And he kind of took over the situation, which was amazing. And I needed to just do a little bit of breath work in that moment. And sometimes, you know, I will go into the other room and take a few deep breaths and then come back. For me, I don't ever want to react from that place of frustration or anger. I don't ever want to raise my voice. That's not the type of parent that I want to be. I always want to speak to her with love and respect and kindness. And sometimes if I'm exhausted, I need to go and take a breath and then come back to the situation. And mama, breath work is super powerful. So do that. Do it every day. You can do it in the morning before you get out of bed. Do it in the shower. Do it in the bath. Do it whilst you're making breakfast. It doesn't matter. Just do it. And then, in those challenging moments, before you react, before you respond, take a breath, take a deep breath, and then respond from that place of calm, of centeredness, of love, of compassion. That's what I do. And it really, really works. But it all comes back to, you know, sleep for me. If I haven't had a good night's sleep, then those moments, I just don't have as big a fuse for them. I have a lot shorter fuse because I'm so tired myself. So it all starts with getting good sleep, mama, getting good sleep. So it starts there. Okay, let's move on to number eight. Slow down, slow down and move slower. I think we live in such a fast-paced time and... I just try and slow down with her. Like I walk slower. You know, there's times where I'm like, come on, let's go. And then I'm like, why? Why come on, let's go? Like, unless we've got an appointment, why rush? Factor in more time to get to things so that you aren't rushing your children to get in the car. Come on, quick, let's go. Like, no one likes to be rushed. No one likes to be rushed. And if there is urgency, Lack like for an appointment or you've got a plane to catch or whatever it is. You can play fun little games like, okay, let's run like a cheetah to the car, you know, things like that. You can make it fun. But day to day, factor in more time so that you aren't rushing. Move slower. So if I know I have to be somewhere, I give myself a lot of time with Bambi. I don't want to rush her. And so when our friends say, can we catch up in the afternoon and Bambi wakes at 2? I will never tell them I'll be there at like 2:15 or 2:30 or 2:45 even. I'm like more like 3 because I don't want to wake her up from her nap and be like, "Come on, let's go. We're going to the beach. Let's do this." No, I just want her to slowly wake up, you know, come back to this earth and not feel like she's always rushing. Goodness me, no one likes to feel rushed. So slow down and factor in more time in your day to just move a little slower. Okay, number nine, say no thank you and take things off your schedule that are not a full body hell yeah. This is not the season in your life to jam pack your schedule. Meetings, catch ups, it's just not the season for it. Yes, there are things that we need to do, of course, but Anything that is not a full body hell yeah, it is a no thank you. It is a no thank you. And for us, one thing a day, one activity, say that's a play group or one play date or one outing a day, not five. It's too much for their little nervous systems. So one thing a day. And if it's not a full body hell yeah, it's a no thank you for this season. This is something that I'm constantly learning, constantly learning. If it's not a full body, hell yeah, it's a no thank you for right now. Okay. Number 10, have a consistent daily rhythm of eating and sleeping. Children thrive with routine. We thrive with routine. So having a consistent rhythm of when you guys eat breakfast, lunch and dinner, when they have their nap, When you go out, when you do the things that you do, when you have your bath, whatever it is, this is going to create predictability for your children, which allows them to truly thrive. That stability for them is very nurturing for their nervous system. And it's also good for you, too. We kind of know how the day is going to play out. I will always tell Bambi as well what's coming next because they love routines so much. So say we are coming home from somewhere and on the drive home, I will say, when we get home, princess, we're going to go upstairs and we're going to have a bath and then we're going to read a book and we're going to go to bed. So she knows. So she really feels safe. That's what I want her to feel, safe. So rhythms, daily rhythms and routines are really supportive for children and also great for us. The 11th tip to enjoy motherhood even more. Here we go put your phone away. Turn it on silent and put it out of sight and out of reach. So when I am with Bambi, I am not on my phone. I may touch my phone to quickly send a message out of her sight or to put some music on, but I am not scrolling social media in front of my daughter. I am not doing that. I will do it out of her sight if I quickly need to send a message, like I said, but I am not on my phone. I'm not having hour-long conversations with my friends on my phone in front of her. I am just with her. So put your phone away. This is going to help you really enjoy motherhood even more, getting down on their level and being present with them. It's just the best. Okay, number 12, turn off the TV and be present and get outside. Get outside with them. Be present. This is going to help you all enjoy motherhood so much more. TV actually does something to their brains. You know, I've had so many guests on the show, experts on the show talk about this. So get outside, be present with them and really enjoy the time with them. Number 13, say yes as often as you can within boundaries. Saying no all the time to your kids is not fun. Try and say yes as often as you possibly can within, you know, boundaries, right? So we don't want to be that person that's always saying, no, don't do that. Stop that. No, 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 you can't. No, no, no. I try and say yes as much as I possibly can. I actually say, sure. It's really interesting. So Bambi will say, mama, can I have this? And I'll say, sure, darling. And I say it like that. I say, sure, darling. And now when I say to her, Bambi, can you please bring this to mama? She goes, sure, mama. You know what I mean? Talk about modeling. Or I'll say, Bambi, it's time to get into the bath. Can you please come here? Sure, mama. (laughs) It's so cute. Or Bambi, let's brush your teeth, darling. It's time to brush your teeth. Can you please come here? Sure, mama. It's so cute. So if we're constantly saying no, 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 you know, They're learning. That's what they're learning. So I try and say yes or sure as much as I possibly can within boundaries. And this leads me on to the next one, number 14, which is I have this saying freedom within loving and safe boundaries. So giving them freedom within the loving and safe boundaries that I have created. So just letting them be free, you know, do whatever she wants within the loving and the safe boundary. That's really helped me and that's really helped me on this motherhood journey. Number 15, remember how fleeting childhood is and embrace the season that you're in. I think for a lot of people, they can really resist the season that they're in, especially, you know, I speak so much about matrescence, especially in Holy Mama, that transition from maiden to mother. And so many women really struggle with that transition from maiden to mother. They're holding on to their maiden identity with white knuckle grip and they're not releasing that grip and embracing this season of motherhood. And there are parts that maybe they're still holding on to or just completely holding on in general. And so for me, remembering how fleeting childhood is and to really just embrace this season, really allows me to drop into this motherhood journey and to soften and to really enjoy it so much more. Okay, number 16. Have daily one-on-one time with each child. And if you only have one, just having, you know, some really good quality time with them. And I like to do this first thing in the morning. So after we've had breakfast, I get down on the floor and I have this one-on-one time with her before I do any work. And that really fills up her cup. And if you have multiple children, just scheduling it in throughout the day, whenever the time suits. But you have to remember as well, you don't need two hours with each child. Sometimes 10 minutes fills them up and they are so happy. And sometimes it's even five minutes. But five or 10 minutes or 15 minutes of pure Not distracted, undivided, fully present time with each child will fill them up so much. It'll fill you up and it will fill them up. So try and commit to some daily one on one time and for both parents as well. So it's really important that Bambi and Nick have one on one time together. That's usually bath time. So they will have a beautiful Epsom salt bath together and they love it they're laughing they're playing they're singing songs it's so cute and so much of me wants to like play and get in there and have fun with them and i like walk past and i'm like they're so cute and i listen in and i film them and take photos it's so cute and sometimes i do get in with them which is really lovely and other times i'm like it's really important that they have this time together it's really important that they read books together after that they Play, you know, have that time together. They're roughhousing and tickling and running around. It's very important that they get that time together. So make sure each parent or guardian gets that time with each child to fill them up. It'll just help you enjoy this journey so much more and it will also fill them up. So they're going to be so much more content, so much happier because they feel full. Yeah, we all feel full. When we get that quality time with people that we love, like our partner or, you know, some of our friends. So fill them up. Okay, number 17, stop trying to be the perfect mum. In fact, delete the word perfect and perfectionism from your vocabulary. I talk about this so much. Delete the word perfect. There is no such thing as the perfect mum. There is no such thing as the perfect day, as the perfect child, as the perfect sleep, as the perfect whatever, the perfect home. There's no such thing. So delete that word. Stop trying to be the perfect mom and just be the best you. Just be the best mama that you can be. That's all you've got to do. Fill yourself up and be the best mama that you can be. This kind of follows on from stop trying to be the perfect mama. Number 18, stop comparing yourself. I talk about this so much in comparisonitis. There's actually a whole chapter on parenting comparison because it is rife. And it starts as soon as you get pregnant, constantly comparing, but it doesn't have to be that way. So taking time off social media, if that's where you find you compare a lot and just putting your Blinders on and staying in your own lane, but don't compare your parenting journey, the way that you parent to anyone else. Just be the best version of you. Sure, get inspiration from other people, but stay in your own lane. Stay in your own lane and don't compare yourself to anyone else. And maybe reread Comparisonitis, How to Stop Comparing Yourself to Others and Be Genuinely Happy. Yeah, sometimes I need to reread it, definitely. But stop comparing, Mama. This will really help you on this motherhood journey. Number 19, do more things that you love together. Yes, do things that they love, but they will love what you love. You know, if you love cooking, if you love painting, if you love building sandcastles at the beach, if you love walks and collecting treasures, if you are so lit up by it, they will feel that and they will love it too. If you do not like craft, if you do not like bike rides, if you do not like Play Doh, do less of those things and more of the things that you love. If you love dancing, dance. If you love baking, bake with them. Do the things that you love because they will feel that. They will feel that. Yeah? So do more things that you love and they will feel it. Number 20, get outside as much as possible. Mother nature is the most incredible healer. It is, it's just the best. So we get outside as much as possible. We go to the beach as much as possible. Even in winter, we are at the beach. We are grounding. We are earthing. We are letting the sun kiss our skin, our eyeballs see the sunlight as much as possible. We are outside. We basically are outside all morning if she's not with me, she'll be with her nanny playing outside, which is where she is right now, whilst I record this. And then she'll come back in for her sleep. And then we're back outside again as much as possible. Get outside. Oh, my goodness, this will help you so much. Breathe in that beautiful microbiome from the earth. Oh, it just makes everything better. Get outside. Number 21 have play dates, catch up with friends and their kids. So that you can all play together, have play dates together, mother alongside your friends that have kids, especially of the same age. It really does help this journey. It's so powerful to mother alongside, to have that support, but having a play date is so fun, it's so, so, so fun. And do it ideally outside, which is just even better. Okay, number 22. Don't let the harder moments ruin the whole day. So if, for example, in the morning you have a more challenging moment, don't throw the whole day out the window, recalibrate. Remember, you are the adult, recalibrate, take a few deep breaths, take a shower, splash some water on your face, change your state, have a dance, and then come back. You don't have to let a challenging moment ruin your whole day together. No, 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 no recalibrate and come back. Number 23, see motherhood as an opportunity to recreate or do the things that you loved as a child. If you loved collecting nature treasures, if you loved arts and craft, if you loved tennis, if you loved whatever it is, do that with them. It's an opportunity to recreate or do things that you really loved. And like I said before, if you love it, they will feel that. Number 24, remember that no one can take your place. You are their hero and no one can take your place. You have such a special place in their heart that no one, no one can ever replace. You are their hero. You are their number one. The role of the mother is so powerful. So really remember that. It's such an honor to be a mother. It is such an honor and such a privilege. They chose you. So just remember that. Number 25, are you still with me? I hope you're getting lots of inspiration here. I hope you're making notes and I hope that you are going to do a couple of these off this list, but let's keep going because there's so many more I want to share with you. Number 25, celebrate everything celebrate the holidays that you believe in, the milestones, the little things, the seasons. We celebrate all the seasons. So we celebrate the first day of summer, autumn, winter, and spring. We celebrate the winter and summer solstice. We celebrate Sundays with pancakes. We celebrate birthdays. We celebrate any milestone like Nick releasing a new song or book launches or um, any sort of milestone you can celebrate. Christmas, Easter, the Tooth Fairy, you know, all of these things. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. And bring more magic into these celebrations. Bring more magic. Your childhood is such a beautiful, magical time. And it's an opportunity for you as the mother to create lots of magic. And this is one of the things, one of the many things I love about the Steiner philosophy. It's all about magic and imagination and keeping the magic alive and sharing and creating as much magic as you possibly can for their childhood. Like, I think back to my childhood and I want Bambi to think back to her childhood and say, Oh, my childhood was so magical, was so magical. I want her to think that. So, celebrate everything and bring magic into those celebrations. Number 26 prioritize the relationship with your kids. Make it a priority. If you are listening to this, it tells me that you are prioritizing your relationship with your children because you are wanting to learn, you are wanting to grow, you are wanting to deepen your connection with them. So if you're listening to this, you're already doing this one. Tick this one off. You're amazing, mama. Number 27, set a nurturing family culture. Remember, it all starts with you. Set a nurturing, loving family culture. You model that, they will model that too. And it will just help create a beautiful home environment that is full of love, full of respect, full of kindness, play, curiosity, whatever are important to you. But you set the tone. The mother is the energy of the home. The mother is the heartbeat of the home. Your energy, your nervous system dictates The energy and the nervous system within the home. So, this is why we've got to fill ourselves up so much. We are the heartbeat of the home. Yeah. So, fill yourself up. Number 28 do something new each day, even if it's just walking a different path or going and looking at some different flowers, whatever it is. It could be super little like that, or it could be bigger like going to a different park or a different beach or a different play group or activity or music class or whatever it is, but try and do one thing different each day, little or big. It doesn't matter, just something different. That's going to bring more joy, more spice, more excitement to your motherhood journey. Number 29, do not sweat the small stuff. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. I think motherhood is personal development on steroids. It is such an amazing opportunity to move through your day like a meditation. That's literally how I choose to move through my day, like a meditation, and to practice everything that I've learned in my personal development journey and my spiritual journey. Letting go, surrendering, don't sweat the small stuff. It doesn't matter. Let it go. I am so much happier and so much more peaceful and content when I let things go quickly and move on. Yeah? Try it. Try it, try it, try it. It is very powerful. Number 30, one that a lot of people struggle with, but it is essential, asking for support and receiving it. So you'll have to master your inner mean girl that says, oh, no, I can't possibly ask her to help me with this. Master that. Ask for support and receive it openly and lovingly. It is essential on this motherhood journey. You can't do it all on your own and you weren't meant to. So, asking for support from your partner, from friends, from family members, just think about what would be the most supportive for you and ask for it. Ask for it. Do swaps with your friends. Maybe your friends can take your kids and you can do swaps or. Something that one of my friends does is she might catch up with another friend and they'll go to the park and one mama will watch the kids play for half an hour while the other one does work and then they swap. You know, get creative, get creative and just ask for support and receive it. And following on from that, number 31, create a mama's group. Oh my gosh, having a mamas group is so important. The, the community in Holy Mama, come and join Holy Mama. There are so many incredible like-minded mamas in there. If you are looking for like-minded conscious mamas, come and join Holy Mama. Join our private Facebook group. There's lots of women in there that meet up wherever they are all around the world, which is beautiful. And then they break off and they create smaller little groups. But I have a group Voxer chat with um, my mama friends and that's so powerful. We've called it Goddess Mamas, and it's a beautiful group that we can ask, hey, what's everyone doing for this? Or anything. You can ask anything in there, and it's really supportive. So creating a mamas group, even if it's just one or two or three other people, it doesn't matter. But come and join Holy Mama, and you will find your tribe of like-minded mamas. Okay, number 32. Be present and drink it all in. Be present and drink it all in. Soak it up. Because this motherhood journey is so special. Like I said before, it is such a privilege and an honor to mother and to be gifted this role. Remember, some people don't get this opportunity. They don't. And it took us 18 months, 18 months to conceive our daughter. That was the hardest, most challenging thing. Those 18 months, It felt like my heart was being ripped out of my chest and stomped on. I yearned to be a mother. And it finally happened, which was amazing, but it doesn't happen for every woman. And it is such an honor and such a privilege to be chosen by them to be their mother. So be present and soak it up and drink it all in. Number 32, make your home a safe, loving, and warm haven. Create a wellness sanctuary in your home where you all feel safe, loved, held, secure, warm. It's going to help you enjoy this journey so much more and just embrace this season. Embrace it, embrace it, embrace it. This is actually something else that we do a lot. And this wasn't a point that I had that I wanted to share with you guys today. But this is like a little bonus point is eat outside. We eat outside breakfast, lunch and dinner as much as we possibly can. At the moment, it is almost winter here in Australia. So it's a bit too cold to eat outside in the mornings. But when it is warm, we eat lunch outside every day. And most of the time we eat dinner outside as well. It's very beautiful. It is, it's, it's amazing. You know, you can then look at flowers and like, wow, there's a butterfly that goes by. It's just so beautiful to have your feet in the earth or the sand eating, the sun is setting. It's just magic. So your home environment is amazing. It has got to be warm, safe, secure, a haven for you and your children. Number 34, make time for your hobbies, passions, and loves that fill you up. We've spoken about filling yourself up with your self-care and your self-love practices so that you can give from the overflow but then do some hobbies or passions that you love. For me, I've gone back to dance classes and I love it so much. It's just something for me that I'm not going to monetize. It's just something just for me. It's one hour a week. It is my top up. I do it when she's asleep. So Nick's at home. It's just down the road. I go and it is just, oh, soul medicine whatever falls under the category of soul medicine for you, do those things. And for the hobbies and the passions, like maybe it is just once a week like me, you know, maybe it is your favorite yoga class or your favorite dance class or your favorite hot Pilates class, whatever it is, or a sauna and an ice bath, whatever it is. Mine is my one hour dance class on a Tuesday afternoon from 1 till 2 p.m. That lights me up so much. That is my soul medicine. So make time for your hobbies and your passions and your loves. Whatever is soul medicine for you, do that. And if you do it more than once a week, awesome, great, go for it. But at least once a week, do something that is soul medicine for you. Okay, number 35. We're getting there, guys. We are getting there. I'm hoping you are super inspired. Oh, and that you're taking notes and that you are going to implement some of these into your life. Okay, number 35, use music to shift the energy and change the vibration in the home. So we have music playing pretty much all day in our house. So in the morning, it's a very different type of music to in the afternoon. So we start the day with music. It's usually some beautiful Yoga or meditation music or chants or jazz music or classical music. It's really soft and beautiful. Then after breakfast, we might have a dance, usually to one of Nick's songs, currently Loving Grow, his new song. Oh my gosh. So we will put that on. Bambi always says, Papa's song, Papa's song, which is super cute. So we'll have a little dance party. And then in the car, we sing together in the car. Oh, she loves it so much. So we'll sing. Music. It's just amazing. Have as many dance parties as you possibly can. Go for it. Sing, dance, use music. It is so powerful, but the right type of music, right? Like like some Nick Broadhurst or some yoga music or some meditation music or beautiful music that really lights you up and creates the type of energy and atmosphere that you want in your home. Yeah. So use music, to shift the energy in your home. Number 36, laugh and tickle. So do this together, do it as a family, but usually before a bath or after a bath, we are just on the floor, tickling, laughing, rolling around. It is so much fun. Um, It gets everyone in a good mood. So do that. I love it so much. And hearing her laugh. Oh my gosh. I often think, oh, I really want to record this, but my phone is always not in the room. And so I'm like, oh, I need to like have my phone hidden in the room recording her laughing. I need to do it because it's just so cute. So, so, so cute. But I'm so in the moment and just soaking it up. But laughing and tickling, oh, it's the best. And you and your partner, get involved, do it. Do it with all the kids. It's so much fun. Okay, number 36, let go of your to-do list. Let it go. When you're with your kids, just be with your kids. Let go of the to-do list. Let go of the things that can be done later when they're sleeping. Just let it go and just be. Number 38, fill them up. Get down on their level. Look them in the eyes. And something that we do with Bambi and when they become a toddler, they will really appreciate this. They love this. So we will give her, I will ask her what she wants to do. Like, what do you want to do today? But I'll give her three options. I will say, would you like to go to the park and go on the swings and the slide, which she loves? Would you like to go to the beach? Would you like to go see the pigs and the horses? And I will give her maybe two or three options and let her choose. Get down on their level, look in their eyes and give them options and empower them Empower them. I also do this with like morning tea and afternoon tea snacks. I might put two or three different options in front of her and I'll say, What would you like? and I'll let her pick and then we'll cut it up together and things like that. But just really giving them autonomy and remembering that they are their own sovereign being and they love to feel empowered with making choices. So this is going to really help them feel more empowered. And you know, excited. And then they're not always being told what to do. They feel like they have autonomy over who they are. So number 39, hold hands. Oh, I love holding hands with Bambi. Skin to skin contact, you know, having Epsom salt baths with them, cuddling, tickling her back, tickling her forehead, um, giving her a massage, full body massages with the beautiful oils. There's so many things that you can do, but I love holding her hands. I love it so much. But yeah, as much contact as you possibly can, cuddles, kisses. And I always ask her if I can give her a kiss as well. Sometimes I just get into her neck and like tickle her and give her a kiss, but I'll usually ask her and sometimes she'll just say hand and I can, that means like I can kiss her hand (laughs) and I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um, Because I want to teach her that she is in charge of her body, her body, her rules. So we want to give her that autonomy. But as much hand-holding, massaging, tickling, you know, those sorts of things, stroking their forehead, all of those things are so beautiful. So do them as much as you can. Another thing that I love doing with Bambi is whispering things into her ears. So when she does want me to pick her up and we'll maybe go for a walk around the garden or even if I'm just carrying her, she wants me to carry her down to the beach. She doesn't always want me to carry her down to the beach. She wants to walk sometimes, but sometimes she wants me to carry her and she snuggles right in like a koala. And when she's doing that, I just whisper things into her ear, like, I love you so much. You are so beautiful and you're so kind or whatever it is. I just tell her how much I love her and How kind she is, and whatever comes out. I just love whispering sweet things into her ear and just sharing those with her. And just, it's just so beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing to do. So, if you get an opportunity to whisper beautiful things into their ears, try that. It's so beautiful. Number 41 learn about conscious parenting. I teach all about conscious parenting in Holy Mama, it is the fourth module. So the first module is all about conscious conception, and then it goes on to pregnancy, then empowered birthing and postpartum, and then the fourth module is conscious parenting. So learn about conscious parenting in Holy Mama, books, podcasts. I've had Dr. Shafali on the podcast. I've had so many parenting experts, Dan Siegel, Tina Payne Bryson. I've had so many experts on the show. I'll link to all of them in the show notes for you, but learn about conscious parenting because that will allow you to drop deeper into this motherhood experience and to really enjoy it on such a deeper level. So continue to learn about conscious parenting, dive deeper into it and grow. Soak it up, soak it up. Become the best mama that you can be and keep learning about it. Okay, number 42, have an Epsom salt bath by yourself. I mean, it's beautiful to have them with your kids, especially in winter. Have one by yourself. Seriously, so good. Without your phone, get in there, take a book or just meditate and breathe and do whatever, but have a bath by yourself. Fill yourself up. This is something that you can do a couple times a week. Fill yourself up so that you can then be the best mama that you can be. Oh, it's so good. How good is a bath? It really does just fill you up very quickly so that you can be the best mama that you can be and go out into your parenting day full and give from that full overflowing place. Okay, number 43. We are getting there. We are getting there. I'm hoping you're still with me and I'm hoping you are so inspired by these. Okay, number 43. Write them love letters. Write them love letters. I have beautiful books that I've created for Bambi with photos, letters, all sorts of things that I did before she was even conceived. I had letters to her, and then all through my pregnancy. And since she's been born, I've been writing her letters. I did it for the first year every month, and now I just do it when I feel. So I just recently did one after our weaning journey. You can listen to the episode all about how I weaned with ease and grace. It was so beautiful. It's actually such a beautiful, beautiful experience. So I'll link to that in the show notes for you. But write them letters, you know, on their birthday or special milestones, write them letters, write everything down, write their cute little sayings, write things down and keep it in a book that you can one day give to them. Such a beautiful thing. I also create every year, I create a photo book for her. There's this app called Once Upon, and you can put all of your photos in and little sayings and things like that. And then it gets printed and it gets sent to you. And it's so beautiful. I love it so much. So you can do that. Create like a beautiful box of letters, photos, cards, whatever it is, all these things that one day when they're However old you choose, maybe when they get their first period, if they're a girl or you know that same sort of age for a boy, when they go through that rite of passage, or maybe when they're 18, or maybe when they're 21, whatever, or when they move out, whatever. Create this beautiful box that you can give them so that they know that they are always loved and how much you loved them. Oh, so special. So, so, so special. Okay, number 44, simplify your life. Don't overcommit, do one thing per day. Like I said before, one activity per day is good for kids. In terms of like getting in the car, I'm talking about not one activity all day, but like I'm, I'm talking about one big thing, like one big outing or something like that. You don't want to be going in and out of the car to, to multiple different things in one day. And I know some days that's not possible. You have to do multiple different things, but try and commit to just less simplify your life. Don't overcommit. Don't say yes to every invite, to every party, to everything that comes your way. Simplify your life. Go back to what I was saying before. If it's not a hell yeah, it's a no thank you for this season in my lifetime, right? Simplify your life. Simplify everything. When you become a parent, it's essential that you simplify your life. You don't overcommit. This is going to allow you to enjoy your motherhood journey so much more. Simplify. Number 45, redirection works a treat. Let me talk about redirection. So instead of saying, no, don't do that or don't touch that, try a little redirection. So this isn't distracting, this is about redirecting their energy in a very loving way. So say they are playing with something that you don't want them to play with, maybe it's something that could smash, I will offer her, like I will grab something that I also think she might like and I'll be like, have you seen this beautiful crystal, Bambi? Or whatever it is. So redirect the energy, redirect the attention, and then you can slowly take away the glass thing that they were holding that you don't want them to break or whatever. just subtly and beautifully and softly redirect their energy. It's a beautiful thing to do. It really has helped me on my mothering journey. For example, another story was a few weeks ago, we had a little play date. They both wanted the same doll, but instead of going, no, you must share. They don't know about sharing at two. They don't, they don't understand. So I simply went in and I was like, there's this other gorgeous doll. Have you seen her? Look at her beautiful hair and just so subtly just did that. And it took the attention off both of them wanting this other doll to then this other doll appearing and our attention on that. You know, it's such a beautiful thing. So redirection works a treat. Okay, number 46, make an identity for yourself outside of your kids. I think so many women can get so caught up in their identity being mother, which is beautiful, which is absolutely beautiful. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you are you, you are your own sovereign being. Mother is part of that, but you are you. So just remembering that you are allowed to still do the things that bring you joy, those soul medicine things, you are allowed to still do those You are allowed to pursue your work passions and careers. You are allowed to do those things if that lights you up, if that brings you so much joy because you're going to be a better mama when you do those things, when you follow those things because you are full, you won't be resentful. So remember that you are allowed to do those things that fill you up and mother doesn't have to solely be your identity. You can be and do the things that still light you up. Yeah. Okay. Number 47 diffuse happy essential oils. So, we always have essential oils diffusing in our house. It is such a beautiful thing. I try not to have them diffusing in the kitchen when I'm cooking something that smells really good because I want the house to smell like that. I want the house to smell like that beautiful, whatever it is I'm cooking. But usually in the morning, when she walks down the stairs with me, there'll be some sort of beautiful, happy essential oil going. And then in the evening as well, there'll be some essential oils going that are calming, lavender, clary sage, all of those sorts of beautiful ones. I'll link to my favorite essential oils in the show notes for you guys. But diffusing oils can really help and also getting them involved and getting them in tune with oils. So we always, like we use lavender with her every evening. Getting them involved in the oils and teaching them about them. Like that's Mother Nature's medicine kit right there. So we're constantly teaching her about essential oils and what they do and using them, rubbing them on her feet and things like that. So teaching them and using essential oils is so fun. Really, really fun with the kids. Number 48 spend 10 minutes before bed cleaning the house and getting the house in order. And you can also get the kids to help with this, like before they go to bed. We do a clean up little dance and we've got a clean up song that we do. And sometimes i will say, Bambi, can you please help mama clean up? And I start singing the clean up song. Sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes she does. I don't force it. I just model it and it takes me two seconds anyway. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. But, you know, just keep modeling it and keep modeling it. But it's really beautiful to start your day with a clean house. So before you go to bed, clean up, get everything organized. I look at my calendar. I make sure the next day is going to flow. Is there anything I need to do or any appointments I need to change or shift or anything like that? I kind of round out my day. And we talk about this so much in Time Magic, Reclaim Your Time, Reclaim Your Life, which you guys, if you haven't read yet, you need to read it. It is so good if you want to make the most of this one beautiful precious life that we have been gifted, read Time Magic. So before we go to bed, we do a big cleanup of the house. It doesn't take long. we both do in the kitchen and tidying up any toys or anything like that. And then we'll just quickly look at the calendar, make sure the day is going to flow with ease and grace. I'll look at my phone, just make sure there's no messages I need to respond to. Wrap up the day in a nice bow before I go to sleep. So, definitely try that. Spend 10 minutes before bed cleaning and get the kids involved as much as possible. Okay, number 49. We are almost there, my friends. We are almost there. Thank you so much for sticking all the way to the end. You're incredible. And it just shows me how much you care and how much of an incredible mama you wanna be. And you already are. That's the thing. You already are. So, just know that these are just, you know, Tweaks. The icing on the cake, right? So number 49, see your friends as much as possible. Oh, yes. Fill yourself up in this way, seeing your friends. For me, I'm a generator. So I get lit up with human interaction. But I know some people don't. I love it. So firstly, identify if you're one of those people that loves seeing your friends. How much? works good for you? Is it like one catch up a week? Is it two? Is it three? Work out what feels good for you and then schedule that in. So on a Sunday, I will look at my calendar and I'll see, okay, I've got that walk with that person. I can chat to that person. And I kind of just see where I'm seeing my friends, where I'm getting that top up during the next week. And I'll go, okay, cool. I've got a few in there. That feels good. Or I might look at them and be like, oh my gosh, I'm not seeing anyone all week. I know for me and my mental health, I need friend catch ups in there. I get so lit up, so lit up. So I might be like, let's go for a walk together at this time or whatever it is. Let's do a workout together this morning, whatever it is. Let's see your friends as much as possible. Okay, number 50. We are almost there. Read Aligned Parenting books and listen to Aligned Parenting podcasts. I have so many, like I said before, I will link in the show notes to all my favorite parenting books and my favorite podcast episodes for you guys. But just continue to flood your brain with inspiring, aligned, conscious parenting information to help you and support you on this journey. But just remember as well, you already are an incredible mama. The fact that you're listening to this, the fact that you pressed play on this tells me so much about who you are. You care. You want to be the best mama that you can be. You already are because you press play on this. So give yourself a pat on the back, beautiful. Okay, number 51, involve them as much as possible. Things like cooking, gardening, cleaning, let them brush your hair. Just get them involved as much as possible. If you get a parcel and it's in a box, say, can you come and help me open this? Let's see what's inside. Involve them in everything. There were so many times where I'd be folding the washing in front of Bambi. And then one time I just said, darling, would you like to help mommy? And she said, yes. She actually said, sure. So she came over and she started folding. I mean, it's not really folding, you know what I mean? But it doesn't matter. So she was folding, would talk about the things and say, whose pants are these? And she'd say, and she'd say Bambi's. Whose socks are these? Papa. You know, we just have a little chat, but get them involved as much as possible. Bambi has started giving me a little massage. I'm like, yes, and she'll want to brush my hair. It kind of hurts, but it doesn't matter because it's cute. Get them involved, cooking, gardening, whatever it is, setting up things, creating things, unpacking boxes. They just want to be with you. doesn't matter what they do. doesn't matter what you're doing. They just want to be with you. So get them involved as much as possible. Number 52, eye contact with them as much as possible. Play like a child on the floor with them. Touch their hands, rub their back, contact, eye contact. Play with them on the floor. Get down on their level. Eye contact, eye contact, eye contact. It is so important. Look them in the eyes. Tell them how beautiful their eyes are. Tell them and ask them, say, what color are mommy's eyes? Look into their eyes so beautiful, such a beautiful thing to do. Eye gazing is such a beautiful thing to do. Also do it with your partner. Do eye gazing with your partner. Woof, Deep. It is deep. Actually, I'm going to do that with Nick tonight. I've not done that. We used to do that so often and it was so beautiful, but we have not done that in so long. I've just inspired myself to do it. I'm going to do it tonight. Nick, if you're listening to this, we are going to do some eye gazing tonight beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing to do. Sit in front of each other, hold hands and just stare into each other's eyes. So beautiful. Do it with your partner, do it with your kids. Number 53, take your kids on dates. If you have one, take them on a date. If you have multiple, do different dates, solo dates with them. Take them on a date. Say things to them like, we're going to have special mama Bambi time. Not Bambi, you know, use your child's name. We say you're gonna have Papa Bambi time and she loves it. And she'll be like, Papa Bambi time. She loves it. Special Mama Bambi time. Take your kids on special dates. And then number 54, date your partner. Mama, if you wanna be a happy mama, date your partner. Just because you're a mama doesn't mean you can't get dressed up all sexy and date your partner. Date your partner, go on little nights away if you want to. Have dates. Do that because it will fill you up. You cannot forget about you and your partner's relationship. You cannot forget about that. You are the glue. You are the foundation of the entire family. You and your partner need to be thriving. When you guys are thriving, the whole ecosystem of the family thrives. So date your partner, schedule in weekly dates, even if it is just Every Thursday night you have a bath together or every Wednesday lunch you have lunch together or every Saturday you have dinner together. It doesn't matter. I mean, I know you have dinner together all the time, but like you go on a date together, right? Or you go to the movies or whatever it is, but schedule it in because I know what I know for sure is that when kids come along, That can easily slip to the bottom of the list, but it is so important and needs to be pushed right back up to the top. So, date your partner. And number 55, the 55th thing that you can do to enjoy motherhood even more is to have as much fun as you possibly can. Have fun folding the laundry. Have fun changing the diapers, have fun doing the mundane things, right? Have fun. The quote-unquote mundane things. Have fun doing those things. Have as much fun as you possibly can and enjoy this very sacred and special journey that you have with your children. I truly hope that you have taken away so many things from this episode. 55 ways to enjoy motherhood even more. I am so grateful that you stayed all the way to the end. Like I said, the fact that you're here tells me that you are already an incredible mother. And I really truly hope that you feel that because you are. You are an incredible mother. The fact that you pressed play here tells me that you are an incredible mama. So please know that. Put your hands on your heart right now. Honor yourself and go, I am amazing. I am amazing. Well done me. Now, you're going to want to save this, download this episode, send it to all of your friends, and maybe even pick one to three things that you're going to implement this week. And then next week, come back and implement one more. And then each week, implement another thing until you've done all 55, yeah? I truly hope that you loved this episode. If you did, please come and tell me on Instagram at Melissa Ambrosini what you loved most about this. And if you want me to do more episodes on Conscious Motherhood, if you want me to do more episodes like this, come and tell me, I would love to hear I loved sharing this with you because I love motherhood so much. And everything here is stuff that I do, that I work on. And I am so glad that there are women out there like you who want to be better mothers because this is going to change the next generation. Conscious mothers like you are going to change the world. So thank you. On behalf of your kids, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come and tell me on Instagram if you loved this, what your favorite one was, what you're going to do, and please share it. Please send it on to all of your friends. You can email it to them, text it to them, do whatever you've got to do to get this in their ears. And until next time, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word.